Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast. Resilience. That's my topic. You know, we're living in a time when resilience is essential. It's a uh, behavioral pattern. It's a behavioral trait. It's a behavioral ability to act in a certain way under stress and strain and demands and uh, hardship, which we all face in life at different times. Well, we're there. All of us are facing a very difficult time in this pandemic of COVID-19. Resilience is really a capacity to maintain competent functioning in the face of a major life stressor. And that's the pandemic we're now in. Some of us handle that very well. We have resilience and we process that and it's minimally uh, impairing on our life. Others of us do not have that resilience. And we have perhaps other medical problems as well. And we become a victim of the pandemic. You see, it's not just whether you get a virus or not. That's part of the issue. That's the medical component, if you will. That's the infectious component. But do you have the resilience to counter it, to deal with it, to maintain it, to keep it under control and keep yourself under control? Think of resilience as a balance with negative life experiences on one end and issues of endurance or survival on the other. So children obviously are subject to the learning of the skill of resilience. They aren't born with that resilience. They learn that. It's a behavior pattern that's learned. Parents are the primary teachers of resilience in the part of a child. So what happens to a child individually, interpersonally, and socially is largely coordinated and as a result of parental behavior and parental upbringing skills and parental abilities to raise a child with inner strength and what we call resilience. Now, resilience begins with the building of self-esteem. You know, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. We're not born with resilience. We learn it. So as we learn to like ourselves, we learn to accept ourselves, we learn to believe in ourselves, we learn to advance ourselves and see ourselves as worthy, we have resilience or we develop resilience along with that. So it comes from feedback from others and what we do and who we are as a person. You know, this occurs in our relationships in the home and outside the home. Ideally, this starts in the home, of course. Every child has their strength, and we must be specific and honest in our encouragement of our children who will more likely believe and then internalize those positive beliefs and statements and self-regard statements. So, building positive connections starts in the home, and we learn to connect, we learn to relate, we learn to be open, we learn to learn from each other. And then that goes beyond the home. Children who reported feeling connected to their parents are protected against many different kinds of risks, including emotional distress, suicidal thoughts, cigarettes and alcohol and marijuana use, violent behavior, and even early sexual activity. You see, if we teach resilience, we get around a lot of other problems. We prevent a lot of other problems from taking place. Now, think of it this way. In most cultures, sharing food is an important part of bonding. We bond as a family around the dinner table. 
when we share food and we share ideas and we share experiences and we share our life uh, goals and dreams and thoughts and experiences. Research has found that, f that, that the more family meals that are eaten together per week results in a greater level of bonding and resilience. So according to the research anyway, eating family meals together results in higher academic test scores, lower rates of obesity, fewer suicidal thoughts and attempts, less substance use, less early sexual activity, fewer school suspensions, less bullying, and an increase in likelihood of wearing a seatbelt and even a bicycle helmet. <laughs> In other words, when you have resilience, you even look out after yourself and out after your, the best interest of yourself. That's what that's saying. Family meals need to happen. And the rule of thumb is five meals per week. The family should be eating together if they're going to benefit from that eating together experience and build resilience in their children. Now, the more that you eat together, the more you bond, the more that you connect. The more that you relate, the more that you know each other, the more you support each other, the more you help each other, the more you encourage each other, the more you share with each other, the more you feel part of each other, the more you feel connected. Every youth with positive parental relationships will also benefit from another caring adult in their life. You know, this is an interesting area of research, because research has consistently found that one factor that leads to resilience is a caring adult in the life of the child with whom they can identify and receive support. Now, obviously, that should be the parent, but it should also be somebody beyond the parent, in addition to the parent, not in place of the parent, however. So we need to have these kind of experiences whereby a child can gain insight and gain support and gain that sense of belonging and connecting with somebody beyond the home and beyond the, parent, the parents. It's the most critical element for academic success in a school for a child to have that mentor relationship with another adult. The California Mentor Foundation did some research on this and found that 98% of youth who were mentored stayed in school. 85% did not use drugs. 98% did not become a teen parent and 98% did not join a gang. You see, parents are important and valuable. But what this research is showing, that if you have, in addition, a mentor, somebody else, another adult that comes into your life and mentors you and supports you, encourages you, and, 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 and becomes part of your uh, decision-making, part of your relationships, you'll even do better than if you have just a parent's involvement and parent's support. Now, much of this can be done in the context of a church. Many churches have mentoring programs where adults and kids are hooked up together, where adults and kids do things together and support each other and relate to each other and come to know each other and are bonded together. So this is really where it takes place. Same with school, because schools are also a place where kids connect and bond with another adult, often the teacher, with another adult besides the parent. So you see, resilience is really kind of a parental responsibility. But it's enhanced when that kid has another adult, in addition to the parent, connecting with them and supporting them and encouraging them and being part of their world of decision-making and life experience. So resilience is essential. 
in the world in which we live. Resilience is nurtured by proactive connections with parents, with mentors, with churches, with schools, and other community clubs and organizations. It's important that we allow other people, other systems, and other organizations to become part of our child's life experience and help develop that positive relationship which results in greater resilience. So there we are. We need to enforce that coming together, that connecting. We need to model it. We need to experience it and show it and live it ourselves as parents and then bring it into the life of our children. So when a child has resilience, they're not going to spend all their time in social media wasting their time. They're going to be active and they're going to be involved and they're going to be life experiences that they will participate in. So encourage your kids, strengthen them, become part of their life. See that a mentor becomes part of their life. See that they have social institutions that become part of their life. The broader their life, the stronger they are as individuals, and the more they develop that sense of resilience. Let me encourage you to do so. Go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com, and pick up the book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. Great book there for you as a parent. And I would encourage you to read it, and it's like a manual on parenting. All hosts of topics of how to help a child live a life that's effective. www.booksbyhedberg.com Okay, bye for now.